Hello, everybody. My name is Donna L. and I am excited to be here. This is Off the Field with Scenic City Neurotherapy and Ketamine Center. I said it right. You did. Okay. I am so excited to have this conversation. It is very informational and informative, and our goal is to educate during this time. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, as you may know, and there are several people in the city, in the country, in the world that are dealing with so much. You think about subjects like mental health, suicide, depression, and opioid epidemic, but there is help and that's why we are here today to have an extensive conversation about exactly what ketamine is. Mm -hmm. I'm proud because I can say that freely, ketamine, and that doesn't mean I know exactly what it is, but I'm going to find out today. And I'm also having a chance to talk to Charles Miller, and he is here today to have this conversation. Charles, tell me a little bit about who you are. Okay, well, um, I'm a certified registered nurse anesthetist here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, I'm the owner of Scenic City Neurotherapy and Ketamine Center. We provide a very unique and very necessary service to the Chattanooga area. Chattanooga has been my home forever. I'm from here. I was born at Erlanger Hospital. My dad was born at Erlanger Hospital. We've lived here forever. Um, moved away for a short time to go to graduate school. Came back here as soon as we finished and um, worked in our local operating rooms for a period of time and now I'm doing something a little different. I don't meet very many natives so hello native to native. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to say that that's pretty cool. So you said you are from Chattanooga mm -hmm. and you've had an opportunity to work with people uh, and be in operating rooms all over the world but I know it's probably some things that you have seen that's happened everywhere and we talk about mental illness and mm -hmm. we talk about you know opioid addiction and that is common everywhere but even though our athletes are strong and resilient we're human yeah we're human so what are some of the things that you've seen through this process of working with so many people in different areas well, from a mental health perspective, I think probably one of the neatest things about what we do is for the first time we're able to treat and address mental health as what it actually is, which is has a strong physiologic component. We actually deal with the physiology of depression as opposed to, uh, you know, as opposed to it being considered a thinking problem, which is helping to remove the stigmas. More people understand that this is not something they could choose, not something just a thinking problem, that it's actually involves the wiring in their own brains it's it's a uh, you know we can understand that just like an injury just like a broken bone you know we can you know this is something that is actually preventing the patient or the, you know each each individual from doing better because they're you, you know it's it, I guess what I'm saying is that it's not a it's not something that they can just think their way out of right and that's something that that's an idea we need to remove from you, the you know, and, you know, what I love is that you think about athletes from every age and stage of life because mm -hmm. an athlete can start at five years old mm -hmm. all the way to middle school to adults and people that are still working out. Those are athletes. Mm -hmm. Those are athletes. And yeah. so would this be something uh, will ketamine actually help those athletes and also neurotherapy? So from a pain perspective on the other side of our practice is we tr we have specialized treatments for in a non-opioid non-narcotic non-addictive uh, means of dealing with neuropathic pain disorders or nerve-based pain disorders um, and so yeah that's uh, it's keeps the athlete moving keep, you know specifically those that are 
in physical therapy. Sometimes physical therapy is very hard on the body and we're able to help these people stay in, stay out of pain and keep doing the work to get strong again, you know, when they're recovering from an injury. And that's, uh, you know, that's one, that's just one small piece of what we do. But yeah, that's, it's, uh, that's how ketamine works for um, neuropathic pain disorders. And I wanted to ask you, where are you located, first of all, and exactly what does Scenic City Neurotherapy and Ketamine Center do? Okay. We're at 7405 Shalliford Road, Suite 240. It's right on the corner of uh, Shalliford and Gun Barrel Road. And what we do is we treat primary mood disorders as well as neuropathic pain using all, using uh, different uh, types of anesthetics and the uh, specifically from a mood perspective we use ketamine which has shown to have powerful antidepressant effect um, it's not really the ketamine itself it's actually stimulating your brain's natural ability to regenerate mm -hmm. uh, the ketamine is just the catalyst the ketamine is the what triggers the process of neuroregeneration and it's incredibly effective. We also do uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation, mm -hmm. which uses magnetic stimulation to do something very similar in a very focused way. But both treatments together have given us a whole new tool set of dealing with mood disorders. And, um, uh, and also the ability to be able to treat chronic neuropathic pain like fibromyalgia or complex regional pain syndrome, or, and even all the way but down to you know, just chronic back pain, joint right. pain inflammatory disorders, rheumatoid arthritis. Um, we're able to keep people's pain in check and managed, you know, without having to take a daily pill. Wow, I love that. I am a mother of an athlete, a former high school athlete, and I consider myself a an athlete because I work out all the time. So the question I have for you is, and I know it's a simple question and it's a little off script, but when I think about athletes, you automatically think that they have it or we have it together, right? And meaning mentally, because it's supposed to help us with our thoughts and the way we think. And and sometimes if it's off course like that, this is an opportunity, you know, is that normal for people to say, I, I went and worked out, I should feel better. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, that's that's one of the one of the best coping mechanisms we have to help maintain our mental health. The problem is, is I actually had a patient uh, a few months back and this this poor young girl to keep herself in a place to where she was good for most of the day she would run 18 miles a day every single day mm. and she's and, and but the thing is that she's hits this you have a ceiling effect there's only so much you can do you know, i tell people all the time i said this is if you could think your way out of this you would have thought your way out of it by right, now all right, right this is not a thinking problem what we do is we help wake the brain back up you know, periods of heightened stress, traumas, they cause these lesions to appear on the brain, these areas that stop communicating. Mm -hmm. um, we reconnect everything. We stimulate neurogenesis or the regrowth of neurons to optimize the brain. Right. Um, a very similar treatment with ketamine also addresses you know, idiopathic dementia, Alzheimer's, and uh, stroke recovery. This is brain optimization. And so when the brain is functioning optimally, specifically mood disorders or, you know, at least the physio physiology of them um, is, is kind of managed. And then the, per the patient can work through these things with their counselor and uh, mental health providers and get to a better place when everything's working properly.
Right. You know, you know, Charles, I'm thinking, where were you when I was dealing with some trauma? Where were you? <laughs> you know, because, you know, we take things for granted. And I'm that girl. You're talking about 18 miles. A little bit about me. I've lost 100 pounds. So I teach workout wow. classes. And I would say, if I work out, if I work out, if I work out, I will feel better. And I know as an athlete, it is it, it feels like that's the answer to it. And to me, you guys are doing so great when it comes to impacting Chattanooga. What does that look like? Well, it's um, we take it one patient at a time. Unfortunately, there's there's only so many hours in the day, so many patients we can treat. But um, it's our reach is you know our patient. You know, we started out with you know five or six patients our first couple of weeks, and then. Now we have over a thousand patients out there in the Chattanooga area, and mm -hmm. we have patients spread all the way down through Alabama and Georgia, and all the way up into Kentucky and North Carolina. It's uh, people have traveled to us from these areas, but you know, it's we're we're doing our best to change the face of mental health, understanding, yes. uh, you know, even the treatment options available to people, uh, starting here in Chattanooga, and we're hoping to eventually take this message out even farther. Is this common to athletes? Athletes in particular have, you know, as I mentioned before, periods of heightened stress. They have a, their own special kind of stress. Now athletes taking care of their bodies definitely supports their mental health to an extent. Mm -hmm. But there's only so much you can do from that perspective. It has, you know, once once the trauma has set in, once the damage is already done, it's, you know, it's like asking a one-legged man to run a marathon. Right. Okay, there's only so so much they can do, um, and it, that's reasonable to ask of them. Um, we, we give them another leg and teach them how to use it. And then once they do that, then the marathon's once again attainable. Mm -hmm. When people walk into your office, you know, I love to see people that have courage, and I, and I bet, for them, are they nervous and reluctant? But you know, to be able to walk out and say, "I feel different." It's uh, it's probably the most rewarding job I've ever had. Um, the uh, the courage it takes to come in and do something like with what we do. It's there is a lot of stigma out there. There's a lot of misinformation about what we do. I'd probably say a good you know, if you just Googled it, you'd get about seventy percent of what you find. Don't is, Google it. Don't either, Google it. <laughs> it's either subjective to that individual or just uh -huh. made up. Right. It's uh it's fact of the matter is the research is, is out there and and the patients that finally find us, they've been looking hard and trying to find an answer to what they've been struggling with because nothing else is working. Mm -hmm. um, and the actual treatment process, it's its its own its its own difficulty, but for the most part, it's um, it has the highest success rate of any mental health treatment in existence. So it's about 85% complete remission of depressive symptoms. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with our athletes, it's it gives them back that reward for doing the work. I think that's, you know, that's what I remind everybody is that you're not a brain and a body, you're one big unit. Mm. You feed one part of it, it will benefit the whole. For something like this, how do you have conversations with your physician? What does that look like? Well, understand first of all that no matter how they feel about our treatment, it's it's very few have actually know what this is, unless they've been you know really working hard keeping up with their continuing education. Um, especially our mental health providers, they're you know we hear the same thing that it was like my psychiatrist didn't know much about this mm -hmm. but the good thing that I am seeing is that they're open to learn and you know and so we make ourselves available we you know either by phone or before COVID we used to have 
uh, weekly meetings where providers would come to our office, we'd feed them dinner, and we'd just have a sit down and we'd go through it from start to finish. Um, it's So the best thing you can do is just have, if your provider knows about it, great. If they don't, have them reach out to us. Um, we spend hours and hours every week educating, you know, not just patients, but providers as well. Mm -hmm. When you think about your services, like, is, is it patient to patient to say, how long? Okay, Donna comes in, she looks like she needs to be here forever. Or, or two time, two sessions with us is great. What, you know, what does that look like? So our process is, is, is at the beginning especially, is pretty, is just a regime of six. So mm -hmm. we do six infusions usually over a two to three week period. Um, and uh, that's where we start. And then after that, that's when it becomes very individualized to the to, to each patient's needs. Um, but uh, yeah, I have some patients I see every, once every six months they come back and get a booster and, and go back out in the world, living their lives, doing their thing. And you know, others, they come back every, once a month and it's, it's, Everything we do is very much customized to each individual's needs, right. Do from dosages to conversation before, after, during. I mean, it's it's there is no one size fits all. Right. And so, but for the most part, I'd say usually after the stabilization phase, eighty-five percent of patients, you know, report remission of depressive symptoms. Those numbers we give, those aren't our numbers. Those are what the patients report to us. Mm -hmm. um, and it's uh, it's it's humbling, and I try to, uh, you know, I have some that come in, and I think they, you know, I don't think I'm gonna be able to help this person, and they they blow it out of the water, and those are the ones that usually the worse off they are, the better they do, right? Because they they when the good hits them, they see it, and it, it's incredible. It's the turnarounds we see. If someone is on the fence of coming to see you, what words would you say to them? Um, well, it costs nothing but a time. You know, that's the, we, we learned that education we can't really charge for. You know, we, didn't, we wouldn't want to. It's, we spend a lot of energy and time. Each consult we do with each patient is an hour long. I sit down for one whole hour and we lay it all out. I answer every possible question they have. I make myself available after the consultation through by email or phone or even text, depending on the, on the needs of the patient and what they're available to communicate with. And, um, and make sure that the information is everything. Right. You should never say, I, I will never ask you, just just trust me, I got, you know. Mm -hmm. It's uh, This is, you know, we educate the patient. When a patient's fully educated and know, knows what to expect, they do better. Is there anything else you want to share on this episode? Just, um, you know, if you have any hesitancy about coming in, if, you know, it's, like I said, the consultation, it, doesn't cost anything but an hour of your life. Um, give us a call, set up a time, and we'll, I look forward to meeting and filling you in on how all this works. All right. Well, hey, I got the number, and I hope they're watching and listening today. Again, this is Scenic City Neurotherapy and Ketamine Center. The number is 423 Two two eight zero five seven nine. I'm gonna mm -hmm. slow it down in case you are driving or just need a little more time. Again, it's four two three two two eight zero five 
And again, this is Off the Field with Scenic City Neurotherapy and Ketamine Center. And I want to give you guys some updates of what's coming up with CFC. May 29th, you do not want to mismatch Military Appreciation Night, CFC versus Maryland Bobcats. Get ready for that. Also uh, coming up soon to June 5th, it is Matches Active and Healthy Theme Night for Fitness, Health Outdoors related businesses, organizations, pop-ups, in the concourse, CFC versus New Amsterdam. And then also June 19th, don't forget about this one, CFC versus Stumptown AC. Tickets to Goat Yoga and any of the matches can be purchased at CFCTix.com. Episode two is coming soon. Don't miss it.